Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. With an emphasis on thoughtful design, ethical manufacturing, and the recent release of more inclusive sizing, Brass is dedicated to serving women the clothing they need so they can spend their energy on the things that really matter. And their clothes are such classics. Anything they make is going to be in style 10 years from now, 20 years from now. I'm going to be wearing their clothes forever. To start building a wardrobe that works, visit BrassClothing.com and use code BUYTHEBOOK for 15% off your first order. Steady is an app for finding supplemental work and tracking earnings. Steady makes it easy for people to find the right work so that they spend less time searching and more time earning money. Find the work, earn more money, and track your progress all in one place. Steady is easy and completely free to use. Download the Steady app on your iPhone or Android or use Steady on your computer at SteadyApp.com. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. Do you ever think that the best way to reach for the stars is to look to the planets? Okay, first of all, that sounds a little bit like something my second grade teacher would have in a poster on the wall next mm -hmm. to hang in there with the cat on the tree. Yes. And second of all... Are you talking about astronauts? No. Oh, my gosh. I am not talking about astronauts. I am not talking about astronomy. I am talking about astrology. Oh, God. You know, just the simple idea that celestial bodies have an effect on human life here on Earth. <sighs> it's finally happening. After living by 30-plus books, you're forcing me to live by a horoscope book, aren't you? Of course I am, because I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I am the long-suffering Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book.
In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is Astrology for Happiness and Success by Mecca Woods. Mecca Woods is an astrologer and writer with a background in social services. Her practice began about a decade ago when she was feeling stuck and frustrated with her love life and career. She turned to a book on the Zodiac of Love and received a reading from the book's author. Both left her feeling newly empowered. After that, she read every astrology book she could find. She learned all she could about how the movement of the planets affects our lives. And she became a certified astrologer through the My Path Astrology Mentorship Program. Soon after, she began giving astrology readings, writing horoscopes, and quickly became one of the Internet's favorite astrologers, with her work appearing in Essence, Bustle, BuzzFeed, Refinery29, and other outlets. Today, Mecca teaches astrology workshops all over the country. And she's released her first book, Astrology for Happiness and Success, which aims to give approachable life advice for each sign. In her book, Mecca explains that astrology has been used for over 2,000 years as a tool to bring about desired outcomes by harnessing the power of the stars that a person was born under, also known as a person's zodiac sign. Mecca believes astrology can help us all get the things we want out of life, like happiness, love, and a kick-ass career. We just have to learn how to work with the characteristics of our astrological signs in order to live our best lives. The book provides advice chapter by chapter for each of the 12 astrological signs. Each chapter is broken into advice on finding and keeping love, how to succeed in your work life, and how to best care for yourself using wellness practices for body and mind. Here's how you do it. Step one, get to know your sign. There are 12 astrological signs, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. If you don't know your sign, look at each chapter in the book to find which sign your birthday falls under. Then, learn about your sign to get a better understanding of your natural-born gifts and how to better use them to overcome challenging situations, map out plans for success, and discover the best times for acting on opportunities and ideas. Step 2. Love. No matter if it's a romantic relationship, friendship, or a family relationship, use the colors, scents, and affirmations that work best with your sign. These practical rituals will help you draw in love, get the most out of your closest relationships, deal with family, and handle heartbreak. Step three, career. Use journaling exercises, self-affirming mantras, and work your cosmic power to create the career that you want and overcome disappointments. Step four, wellness. Each zodiac sign has different needs when it comes to their health and well-being. Use sign-specific wellness tips and exercises to make your home your castle, stay grounded, and relieve stress. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. All right, Joelenta, tell us about your first week of living by Astrology for Happiness and Success. Oh, I will tell you about my first week. Uh, I started with step one— Getting to know my sign. And your sign is? I am a Taurus. And your birthday is? May 4. Yes, early May. Yeah, getting that Taurus baby vibe going. All right. So I read over the description of Taurus traits in the book, and I was like, what? This is dead on. (laughs) 
I'm such a Taurus. What are these traits? What are you talking no, about? No, the book says I'm sensual and grounded and determined. It literally says, Taurus, you are a brick house, like the song, like brick house. I remember that. Yes. Yes. And it says Tauruses are obsessed with their home and being comfortable, and they search for stability, and they hate change, and they're very passionate about what they do. Like, it's all very me. Isn't that a lot of people? You know what? You are trying to ruin this for me, and I'm not going to let you. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Let's move along. Sorry, sorry. No, I mean, you're not trying to ruin this for me. And in fact, you sound a lot like my partner, Brad, when I talk about astrology with him. He was near me when I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so dead on. I'm such a fucking Taurus. And I was like, fine, Brad, you read over your signs chapter and see if you relate to it. And so here is Brad after he finished reading the Sagittarius chapter in the book. And we're discussing uh, identifying with our signs. That is you. It's everyone. It's everyone. Nuh-uh. uh <laughs> But this is the problem. Okay, I everyone just, feels that. I just skipped a paragraph because that wasn't quite me. And then I read out loud the thing that is me. Well, what is it? And that's what people do with Zodiac <clears throat> is you just sort of skip over the thing that doesn't actually, that, can, that is not true because you're so drawn to the thing that is true. Don't be jealous. So much confirmation you. bias. Yes, Brad. <laughs> yes. The voice no, of reason. No, that's not reason. That is fear of the magic of astrology. And mm-hmm. I hear it in both of you. Okay. okay? All, all right. Okay. Let, let's move along. Let's just pretend none of that just happened. Let, let's move on to what you did next. All right. Then I got sick. Oh, yeah. hon, I'm sorry. It sucked. I spent a night vomiting. And so while I was on the mend at the end of the week, just a lot of stuff was going on. We have a lot of work to do on the podcast. My parents are working on finalizing their divorce. Yay. Mm. But apparently that means calling me a lot to talk about it. And I was like, I'm overwhelmed. I feel like shit. I think it is time for step two. Because I need some Taurus-style advice on uh, dealing with loved ones. Uh, And in this case, those loved ones were my parents. Mm -hmm. And um, the book says that sometimes for a Taurus, it's hard to say no. You know, we're really loyal and grounded and we'll do anything for you. But sometimes, especially when it comes to family, it is okay to say no and set boundaries, especially when your little Taurus heart needs to recharge. Mm -hmm. So I gave boundaries and saying no a try. Take a listen. My mom just called and I've been sick all night with food poisoning. When I saw her call on the caller ID, like my heart jumped into my throat and I was like, no, it's the last thing I want to do. And I declined the call, which is very hard. It doesn't make me a bad person or a bad daughter if I don't do every single thing she wants. Because she also wants me to be my own person and ideally, like, enjoy my life and not feel like I need to exist at her beck and call. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Yes to taking care of yourself. Yes to having boundaries and saying no when you need to. Yes to all of those things. Thank you. I'm thrilled you did those things. I'm thrilled you did them, even if it was 
prompted by a questionable book, which Brad doesn't think is legit. Okay, okay. Let's, I'm speaking for let's Brad Let's not here. call it questionable until the verdict. <laughs> We're still in my week one, yes, okay? Yes, yes, sorry. Um, I was glad I did that, too. And I ended my week one, you know, not feeling my best physically, but I was proud. I had set some boundaries, and I was overall pretty impressed with my very touristy week one. Good. So how was your first week? Oh, what does that look Do on I your dare face? ask how oh, your first week God. of living by astrology for happiness and success went? Oh, listen to that snark. Listen to it. All right. So I started with step one, getting mm-hmm. to know my sign. Mm-hmm. But of course, for me, this is a bit complicated right. because I don't know what my sign is, as we've mentioned in prior episodes of the show, like past lives, future healing, I think was the first episode mm-hmm. this came up in. I'm adopted. And there's no information on when I was born or even in what city I was born. You know, I was left in a public place as a baby. And when I was found and taken to an orphanage, the doctors there just kind of estimated, give or take Mm -hmm. a month when I was born. Um, We don't really know when I was born. So I started off by reaching out to several astrologers with huge social media followings and asked if any of them would be willing to talk to me on the phone or Mm -hmm. meet with me in person, and then based on getting to know me and asking me a few questions, just, you know, wagering a guess of what they thought my sign was. And every single one of them said no. I am bummed out by that. Well, all of them said the same thing. They said the only way for astrology to be accurate is to know the exact time, location, date that you were born, your rising sign, all of these other things that are not mentioned in the book. All of them wrote back with paragraph-long wow. explanations that about crazy. how no astrology makes sense unless you know all of these things because it's so scientific. I mean, to me, it also just sounds like, hey, I'm not willing to like publicly take a risk by like <laughs> wagering a guess. Yeah. So I did the next best thing, which was talk to some of my friends who are fans of astrology. Good. And the one who had the most to say about this was my friend Eric Sasson. He's known me oh, for over 10 years. Classic Sasson yep. appearance on <laughs> By the Book. And he is the kind of guy who just drops into conversation, oh, you know him, he's a Leo. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, she's that kind of person I just can't be alone with because she's a it's Virgo. a Gemini. Yeah, or whatever it is. <laughs> so here we are talking about my sign. You're very Capricorn-like. I mean, remember, we, we weren't 100% sure so, um, and you were like, well, I might be a Sagittarius. I'm like, you're not a Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius. Well, I could be an Aquarius. You know, but you're not an Aquarius. So this is what I'm saying. Like, I think that you have, you have, um, like characteristics of a, of a Capricorn, like quite, um, work oriented. Um, once you have set your mind to something pretty set on it, um, in, un, in less kind terms, maybe a little bit stubborn. Um, but, you know, and also, um, uh, at least my personal experience with um, Capricorns is that they can be a little bit contrary, meaning that they like to, to, to like their own point of view on things, even if it means like other people disagree. They're like, well, that's, that's how I stand. But I mean, you mean if I were to like to choose any sign in the Zodiac, I would still choose an Earth sign. So you, you, you'd still be like, if you weren't going to be a uh, a Capricorn, no, but you can't be the other signs. I'm sorry, because Virgos are really anxious and you're not anxious. Oh. And Tauruses are really into, like, materialistic things and you're not materialistic at all. Thank you, Eric. Okay, Eric, A, I love him. <laughs> B, I think he is dead on with the, you know, it feels right that you're a Capricorn, like you are. 
Sorry. And also it was your sort of assigned birth date. And like that in itself was sort of magical that you got assigned that date. And so it's meant to be and everything all lines up perfect. Well, I'm glad you think so because I followed the Capricorn chapter. Yay! I went with it. It's very you. I... And do you know what? Supposedly, that means it has to be very Dean because Dean is also a Capricorn. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> and we got to know the Capricorn sign together. We sat down with the book together and looked over the descriptions of our sign. But there were some parts that kind of made us stop and pause. Listen. I mean, for the most part, this is super overwhelmingly positive how it describes every single sign. But there are a couple of things here I'm curious if you think they describe us. So, for example, it says, as someone who prides yourself on being a realist, you can be prone to cynical or pessimistic thinking. Do you think? Uh-huh. That's not true of us, is it? Oh, I can. I just don't voice it. You're cynical? Oh, yeah. I don't think of you as cynical. No, of course not. Why would you not? It's horribly unattractive. Why would I let you know that? <laughs> yeah, I have plenty of cynical moments, but I don't give in to them. Okay, and then there's this also. Work on being less judgmental. Do you think we're judgmental? You're definitely more judgmental than I am. You think I'm judgmental? Dean. Dean. Keeping it real. <laughs> Talking to his wife. <laughs> Yeah, yes, we we were talking. I love it. Dean <laughs> can, like, get so real, but also stay so, like, surfacey and kind at the same time. He has a true gift. Yeah, it was an interesting conversation. And, you know, on the one hand, I didn't like the idea of Dean being cynical. and I didn't like the idea of me being judgmental. But I don't know if we would have talked about these things without the book. So that's interesting. good, right? I like it. What did you do next? I got down to step two, the love steps. Yay. First, I wore all black, blue, and gray because the love that's colors. what the book says Capricorns <laughs> should wear if they want to attract love. So I like love. I, yeah. I, I wore the colors all the time, every single day, even though I didn't like it because I usually like bright colors. But Very true. I wore those dark colors all the time. Um, I also wore some earthy scents, which are recommended for Capricorns nice. to attract love. And in addition to all of that, Dean and I recited all the love affirmations several times in the first week. W- want to hear us doing that? I know you want to hear yeah. it. Yes. You <laughs> oh, my gosh. It. And you could do it together because you have the same sign. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. Shall we read our daily affirmations for love? Sure. Okay. My, my partner, partner fills up, up my heart as well as my, my bank account. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, you owe me my monthly payment for being a good husband. (laughs) All right, what about the next one? I I honor honor my need for for tenderness tenderness and sexual compatibility. compatibility. (laughs) Wow, that's a really high bar, compatibility. None of of this feels like affirmations. No. It feels a little bit mercenary. These are these things and I will get them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, okay, let's here? keep doing this. My, My partner, partner is financially thriving and is generous with their resources. Again, this sounds very greedy. It does. I don't like this very much. Well, these are what we're supposed to read every day for our love life. Very weird. Well, you guys were not taking that very seriously. Well, how... And uh, <laughs> that was a little negative. <laughs> no, okay, so... I just want to make clear here, we were not being haters. Did you hear us laughing? 
Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, and believe it or not, I actually did take some of what was said during those love affirmations to heart. Okay. In particular, I tried to do the three following recommendations from the love section. I tried to let people help me. Nice. I tried to not come on too strong with advice, and I tried to be less judgmental and more compassionate. And I caught myself sometimes not doing so well at those, in particular toward the end of the week. There was a night that Dean came home very, very late after Mm -hmm. drinking too much because he'd had a day that was almost as bad as the day when I lost my job at Panoply. No, that was the worst day. I lost my job, then I had to get on a flight and lead up a production in another state. It was like just a hair away from being as bad as that day was. It was such a bad day. And he came home after drinking too much, and then he just talked and talked and talked until 4 in the morning, repeating himself kind of. Oh, fun. I love those talks. And I realized I was being pretty advicey and a little bit judgy with him mm, rather sometimes than sometimes people just want to be like heard yes, and empathized with. Yes, yes. And I felt bad about it. And so the next morning I knew he wouldn't really remember the <laughs> night before very well. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of I don't know if I tricked him or but but I tried to do a do-over with him the next morning. Nice. And here I am trying to sound a little less judgy the next morning. Are you feeling better today, honey? <sighs> Yeah, I'm feeling a little bitter today. I felt like shit last night. Sometimes we have a really, really, really horrible day at work. And then sometimes we go out and we drink too much. But you're going to be fine. And I love you. And I know that it was a bad day for you. It was a horrible day. That is very sweet and very non-judgy and very much not like, here's what you're going to do. But just like, Mm. oh, I'm sorry. But I do feel like I could have done better with that. Stop. Stop judging. Oh, my gosh. Now you're judging yourself. (laughs) Stop it and stop everything because I also want to take a quick break. All right. Let's take a break. And when we get back, we'll get to our second weeks of living by this astrology book. Kristen, you might not think about what's actually in the perfume you put on your body every day. No, you are incorrect. I do because I use Fleur. Fleur makes stunning, non-toxic perfumes, and they list all their ingredients online. So you get a good scent made with clean ingredients. For luxurious perfume that's all good, clean, fun, try Fleur. P-H-L-U-R. And speaking of good, clean fun, they just introduced body wash and body lotions that come in the same scents you know and love from Fleur. So you can smell amazing all the time. You like can I do. wash with Olmstead and Vox, your signature scent, <laughs> I Kristen. was about to say that. You interrupted me because you know I love that Olmstead and Vox. It's true. Every time I wear it, I feel like I am going on a walk in the forest with the love of the universe shining on me. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code BOOK to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. That's right. You get to pick three scents to try and get credit toward a full-sized bottle of your favorite. That's promo code BOOK at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R dot com. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. We love BetterHelp because BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. And here's the great part. You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. 
It is so convenient. You can schedule video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. And if for some reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Buy the book listeners even get 10% off your first month with the discount code BTB. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash BTB. Then simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash BTB. Okay, Jolenta, you ended your first week of living by astrology for happiness and success with food poisoning. But how did your second week go living by this book? Well, Kristen, my second week started with bad news. Oh, Uh, worse than food poisoning? Yes, well, ish. Turns out the food poisoning I had was actually not food poisoning and really an ovarian cyst bursting. (sighs) It's not the end of the world. Also, this has happened to me a bunch before, so I'm sort of used to it. But... The bummer was that it wasn't just, like, a 24-hour bug that I could get over. It means just, like, a few weeks of some cramping and bloating and being super tired. It just sucks. It just Mm. sucks to think, like, oh, whoops, over food poisoning. But now it's like, oh, yay, like, healing for a long time. Oh, that does suck. I hate it whenever this happens for you. I'm sorry. Thank you. So, yeah, I wasn't feeling my best during week two. So I decided to make week two a lot about step Four, which is Taurus-style wellness. Ooh, what did you do for that? What, what did the stars say you had to do there, Jolenta? Well, the stars said that Tauruses should dress up for wellness. Apparently, dressing up is supposed to be a mood booster and release endorphins, which is good for Tauruses. So during many of the days of week two, I dressed up in cute outfits, even when I was working from home, like, you know, just nice pants, fun blouses. I would do cool eye makeup or, like, wear a bunch of rings for no reason. Nice. Uh, and not even leave the house. But it was fun. And it definitely sort of upped my energy level a little bit. You know, there's something to be said about, like, taking off the pajamas that just wakes you up a little more. Mm-hmm. After that, I was like, I want more wellness. I need something bigger. I need, like, a heavy hitter. I don't feel great. And what did you do then? So the book says... That for a tourist to recharge, you should get body work done, like a massage. Oh my or God, my chapter said that too. Well, it's because we're both earth signs, we're very physical. Mm. So, anyway, if you can't afford to go get a massage or anything, Mecca suggests in the book that you can have a loved one shampoo your hair for you. Oh, so, I love that idea. I did just that. Take a listen. Hmm, oh, this is nice. Mm. Oh, she likes. It hey, Mikey, so I think she nice. likes. Uh, I did not think this would be that relaxing, but it just feels so good. Mm. I like taking care yeah, of it. Yeah, and I feel so like, like I'm in your little crook. Yeah. It feels so sweet. Wow, you got a lot of hair. Yeah, isn't it crazy? It keeps going. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Now I, I can tell. Now oh, I know no. how you I and was, the world yeah. feel whenever they hear me and Dean in the bathtub. I can oh, tell by your reaction and uh, our producer Nora, who is 
cracking up. Both of you were hiding your faces <gasps> oh during most of this. God. I can tell that was possibly too <laughs> intimate. Oh, my God. Getting your hair washed is so nice. It is. <laughs> I it don't is. know if you could tell, but I was enjoying myself. And uh, it was much more energizing than just putting on nice Okay, clothes. that's enough. That is okay. enough. Let's move on. <laughs> so... By the end of week two, I started to feel a bit better physically, and I wanted to celebrate that and enjoy that. So I went back to step two, which is love. Mm -hmm. Brad had been giving me so much love because I wasn't feeling well. He even washed my hair, as you heard. And I was like, I'm going to give some love back to this guy, you know, now that I'm not totally miserable. So I turned to the color coral, Kristen, <laughs> as a Taurus should. Oh, my God. Okay. The book says that coral is a good color for a Taurus to wear when they want to give off warmth and feel good vibes. And those are exactly the vibes I want to give to Brad. So I threw on a coral bathrobe that I have, and uh, I let it work its magic. Take a listen oh God, to, to me and to. coral. I don't want to. Um, how does this color look on me? Really good. Really? Why? Yeah, it looks good. My boobs? Looks great. Does it make me look sexier than normal? The color, not that it's a bathrobe. Yes. Really? Thumbs up, wow. Look great. Really? Yeah. You want to bone me in this color? Thumbs up. You want to say yes on on mic? Bye. Okay. He's waving bye-bye. Oh, no, Jolenta. Yeah. No more. No what? more. I'm, no more. My week two is all about making you uncomfortable. Oh, God. That's enough of that. Please so, say that's how you ended um, week two. Before I say that's how I ended week two, which it is. Let's just say the coral worked. Yes, obviously it did. We heard that. <laughs> you don't have to re-explain that it worked. I just worked. wanted to we point just, out it worked, you we know? We just heard that it worked. Okay, great. Moving on. Oh that was God. the end of my second week. How was your second week living by your astrological sign? Okay, deep breath here. All right. During week two, mm -hmm. I focused on steps three and four. Those nice. would be career and wellness. And for wellness... I made my home a castle. Love it. By rearranging the living room with Dean, we pulled out some throw pillows from storage in shades of red and orange, which is nice. what the book recommends for Capricorns. Good. And I have to say, the living room actually looks better now. It, I mean, it does look I better. feel like throw pillows are very important. Yeah, and sometimes just having your chair and your couch in the right place yes, works. Yes, agreed. So, yeah. I also took care of my skin, which the book recommends for Capricorns, by using a new face lotion twice a day that's supposed to help with my sunspots. Nice. It didn't help. It didn't? No, it I didn't I mean, help. you look very nice right now. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. But yeah, the lotion didn't do anything. But it was fun to feel like I was trying to do something, I yeah. guess. And then finally... I adopted a spiritual practice. What? Yes, because it says that all Capricorns are supposed to do spiritual practices. <gasps> I love it. So, uh, you know me. I'm going to live by the book. I'm I know follow you the are. Rules. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, of course, this one was tough for me at first. As many right. listeners know, I don't consider myself especially spiritual. But then it hit me over the head. Obviously, I can just read a horoscope every day. Stop it. I love it. So here I am with Dean reading one of my favorites right here. Okay, so get a load of this. 
you know how I've been reading my horoscope at the end of each day just to see if it came true? Oh, yes. Okay. As my spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And every day it's exactly the same thing. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you may push yourself hard, but you may need to find time to relax. Or you may connect with a friend. Or maybe there will be some disagreement with someone today. But look at this one today. (laughs) Something may go wrong with your electronics. Isn't that so good? That's it is amazing. so specific. But it's now the end of the day and nothing went wrong all day with my electronics. But that you're aware of. I wish there were more horoscopes like this that were very specific. <laughs> that was very Check specific. Check your toilet right now. It's clogged. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, start taking astrology seriously. I. It's. You know what? How seriously do you want me to take it? I was having fun. You want me to have fun, right? You can have fun and not mock things. Those are different. I, you know what? But I was following the steps from the book. I was. And as a matter of fact, at the beginning of week two, I even did the daily affirmations and the recommended career-related journaling. And I want you to see what I wrote for the first journal prompt from the book. Read this. I'm okay, handing this over okay. to you to read this. All right. The prompt says... What do you think you could achieve if you were to let your heart lead the way forward? That's so beautiful. What a nice prompt. Yeah, and what does my answer say? Your answer is, create a more rigid schedule so that I always feel connected and productive and land some additional hosting gigs. And, get a load of this, by the end of the week, both those things started to happen. Half a dozen friends called me up and asked about my freelancers club. That's that imaginary club I made up where I have people I meet with and work with every single day. And I Mm -hmm. haven't been doing the best job with freelancers club. But half a dozen people called me up and all named times and places they want to meet on a semi-regular basis. Yes. And Jolenta, you are in that club. Oh, I you need like it to or be not, in it. No, seriously. Yes. I will volunteer times and places. <laughs> Excellent. Next, a former colleague called me out of the blue. I haven't talked with her in months and asked if she could put me on her short list for future hosting gigs. Shut up. Isn't You're that amazing? You're such a good host. I host things with you right now. <laughs> it's amazing. That's so crazy. But that's not all. What? You, you know how I was feeling kind of like the whole idea of judginess was hanging over my head during week one and mm-hmm. during week two? Yeah, you were judging yourself about uh, it. Yes, yes, I was even doing that. Well, the very last day of week two, I was at HarperCollins for a book meeting, and I ended up in a conversation with somebody there named Carrie, who is a Scorpio and a card-carrying astrology enthusiast. And this is what she had to say about judginess. It's a really important undervalued characteristic. Really? So it's undervalued to be cynical and judgmental? Yes. I feel like people are not encouraged to actually speak truth. And they should. Ooh. So you just think I'm a truth teller? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is my... Okay. All right. I'm just going to say this about myself from now on. I'm just a truth teller. No. You're you're seeing the world as it is and not through rose-colored glasses. doesn't mean you can't be positive, but you also are using your powers of discernment. And that's important. Oh, that makes me feel so much better. I love what she had to say. I fully agree. And I think just if you're reading about your sign in general, even if you're reading about a trait that, like, you qualify as negative, most of the time astrology is just about trying to point out, like, positives or how to work with certain characteristics, not saying they're bad or, you know, good. And in the grand scheme of things, something that's not on the tape there, but Carrie and I talked about it a little bit more, she said, 
your entire career is because you are good at being a critic, at judging yeah. things. She's you like, judge movies. She when said, we you were met. a film critic you for over six years. Self help books. Like, yes. And so she said, if you weren't able to have a critical point of view on things, you probably wouldn't have the career you do right now. Yeah. Which yeah. I loved that too. I it's loved that. Very true. You know what else is true? What? It's truly time for a verdict. Oh, almost. It's almost time. Right. But first, of course, we want to remind you, our beloved listeners, we love hearing from you. Do you follow astrology? Do you read your horoscope every day? Have you ever met with an astrologer face-to-face? What did the astrologer tell you? Share your stories at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com or join our Facebook community. Kristen, I want that festival vibe look year-round. And that's why I love Key Sunglasses, because they are a brand of sunglasses that were founded at Australian music festivals, and they have expanded worldwide. Yes. They offer quality fashion sunglasses, plus blue light glasses, which are those glasses you can wear to cut down on the glare coming off of your devices, and all at affordable prices. Yeah, they have a huge variety of sunglasses for men and women starting at $50, whether you like aviators, cat eyes, round, square, more, they have it all. You know, I love my sweet darling key glasses. My sunglasses are so gold, so glimmery. And they have a chic cat eye shape that is so flattering on your face. So flattering. Right now, you can enjoy 20% off your order on keyaustralia.com with promo code BTB. That's promo code BTB for 20% off your order on key, spelled Q-U-A-Y, australia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. All right. We are back. And it's verdict time. Verdict time for Astrology for Happiness and Success by Mecca Woods and Jolenta Would you recommend this book? Did it work for you? Well, me, being the Taurus that I am. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I love this book. This book is fucking great. (laughs) I am so surprised. This book Ah, is a delight. It is written in a very fun, approachable voice. It has good advice for all of the signs. It's just a life-enhancing book. Like, nothing about this book will detract from your life. It can only add. Even if you think astrology is a crock of shit, it is nice to be told to take care of yourself and be given specific things to try based on an arbitrary category. (laughs) Like, it's just, it doesn't hurt anybody. And it's just all about taking care of yourself and, like, being, like, the best version of you. So I don't think it hurts, even if you're not into astrology. But I think it can help. I love it. I love it. And anyone who doesn't love it is just trying to personally insult me. All right. On that note. Yes, Kristen. How do you feel? I may have written in that last part of my verdict for you. (laughs) What is your verdict? How do you feel about astrology for happiness and success? Did it work? All right. I'm going to preface all this by saying I am one of those people, in case Mm -hmm. it's not abundantly clear, I'm one of those people who doesn't believe in astrology. The idea that all people on the planet fall into one of 12 personality types based on a date on the calendar, regardless of their religion or culture or family upbringing, 
is just completely illogical to me. Says the Capricorn <laughs> who loves naysaying. Am I and, right? And, and this book does not do a lot to dispel my suspicions. For example, we read the book cover to cover, Jolenta, yes. so we could compare chapters. Yes. It says that an Aries, quote, is more than likely to have grown up in a tight-knit brood where family traditions and history are something you're proud of. How on earth is it possible that everybody who was born in Aries would grow up in a tight-knit family? Well, I know I didn't get born into one of those, and I'm not an Aries, thus proven. Hmm. There's also a lot of overlap. Multiple chapters say, you love being self-reliant, but sometimes you push yourself too hard. Multiple signs say, sometimes you tend to think too much about what other people think of you. But all of those signs, like water signs, earth signs, air signs, because those have some similarities. There are so many overlaps, and there are so many illogical things here that it just, it does not dispel suspicions But you know what else is illogical? The fact that the moon can influence the tides. Why can it not influence me? Okay, so those are different things. Let me continue. I guess that's not necessarily astrology, but you see my point. Okay, I like the moon. All right, let me continue here. The book has no references to compatibility with other signs. And I think a lot of people read astrology because they want to see that. It was just a major blind spot. When I think about the I liked, five I actually like that about the book because I feel like it can be so limiting. Also, it always says that Brad and I are a bad astrological match. I'm not saying the book should say what's a good or bad astrological match. I think it should do what the five love languages did and say, hey, if you're dating somebody like this and you're this, these are some strategies that might be useful to you. That's what I think would have been useful because most people I know who like astrology, the main thing they want to find out is why I work well with this person and not well with this person. What can I do to better Mm -hmm. work with this person, whether that's romantically, whether it's professionally, whether it's in a friendship. So I think that was a major part that's missing that most people talk about when they talk about astrology. That's the number one thing I hear people talking about. I hear that. I didn't miss it, but I I will hear that. Okay. Finally, all that being said, Mm -hmm. I did have a lot of fun with this book. Right. You were laughing all the time. All of the things you wanted, you fucking manifested. Did I no, manifest them? But did they I work came hard? true. Did I work hard for those after decades of building context and working my but tail off? If it weren't for this little astrology book, would you have like written those goals down and then be able to be like, "Fuck, I met all of those goals this week. That is so satisfying. Like, what a fun exercise to point out something positive in my life." It was fun to do. And I agree with you that there's nothing wrong with doing this if it's all in good fun. And I think the book is trying to set that tone of this is Mm -hmm. all good fun. I don't think the book is doing what some people who are very, very into astrology have done to me in the past. I've met people in the past who are like, they either pity me because I don't know my birthday or Mm -hmm. worse, they say that nobody could ever date me because nobody knows my sign. I mean, that's crazy. And I have to say, like, yes, I love astrology, but... I am not, like, I do not truly believe. What? I don't truly (laughs) believe, like, everything will come true in my horoscope or, like, the stars actually dictated this. But it is fun and and I feel like it enhances my life and is something fun to talk about. And I'm just a human who loves generalizations and, like, creating (laughs) narratives that don't actually exist. You also love categories. I love categories. Yeah. And I don't like categories as much as you do. I would say this is also a common theme where it's just I love categories and you hate them. Yeah. I just think people are too complex and unique Mm -hmm. and we're all beautiful, original snowflakes in our own way. And so I, I don't need to be in a category. 
I just, I know that I love you. I know you love me. I love Dean. I love Brad. We all love each other. And it doesn't matter what day on the calendar we were born to know that that's true. True. But it's fun. It is. It's fun. All right. You know what the stars say now, Kristen? I think the stars say that that's an episode. Yeah, that's it. Turns out we both fully love astrology. The end. Mm, Maybe not. I'm kidding. Huge thanks to our production team at Stitcher. Nora Ritchie, Jared O'Connell, and Casey Holford. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos who perform it. Yay. Yay. Please stay in touch. Also, let us know if you've read Astrology for Happiness and Success. Do you like astrology? Do you use it in your day-to-day life? Do you not like it? Send us your thoughts, your questions, any suggestions for future books to live by to kristinandjolenta at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at ByTheBookPod, or all of the above if you like. And please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It helps other people to find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. See those stars up there? Who's looking at those stars? Tell all those people looking at the stars. Our show is good for any sign. It is. Until next time, I'm Notorious. I mean, I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer, and I don't care about astrology. Bye. Thanks for listening. That took a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Damn. Right. I was like, do I know words anymore? Like, do words matter to me? Like, I don't even know. Stitcher. Whatever struggles you are facing from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Buy the book listeners even get 10% off your first month with discount code BTB. So why not get started? Simply go to betterhelp.com BTB and fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor you'll love today. That's betterhelp.com BTB. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.